0: In a world where the podcast multiverse is a concept about which we know frighteningly little. Two dudes must become something greater than themselves. Something elemental. Something terrifying. A podcast. With great podcasting, there must also be great responsibility. To show the multiverse that it's full of people ready to believe in good the multiverse will hunt us they will send the dogs on us because that's what needs to happen but it won't be ready to hear from us not us united nick i have a question for you please ask away
1: Hmm, good um have you ever wanted to watch uh your probably sixth favorite Avenger mm-hmm. um for about six hours um while they are running around during uh the Christmas season. Um, getting into a little trouble, a little street level crime, and maybe uh getting a new uh sidekick um to be a part of their, you know, part of their crew. Um does that sound like of any interest to you?
0: It's a very specific question, mm. um, to which I'll say, sure. Mm. And I did, so we could do this <laughs> podcast.
1: <laughs> wow. Well, coincidentally, um, I also have watched this. And so you, would you want to talk about this show called Hawkeye?
0: <clears throat> well, I mean, since you asked, mm. I feel like we got to.
1: Yeah. Cool. Well, then good thing we have these microphones in front of us because uh, this week's episode is going to be about uh, the newest or whatever latest, uh, whenever this episode comes out, um, <laughs> s- series from Disney Plus um, called Hawkeye. Starring yes. Mr. the Hawkeye.
0: It is starring Mr. the Hawkeye. Um, <clears throat> post the events of Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like current. Um with even maybe like a tie-in that shows that like the timeline is at least kind of happening around the same time as No Way Home. Okay. Um, talk about that. Oh. There's a. What? No, <laughs> sorry, I'm making funny faces. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a a um scene towards the end of Spider-Man No Way Home where he is swinging over um what do they call that New York? Um, well, New York, but the rockefeller plaza mm. with the the ice rink which is oh. the primary scene for the the series finale mm-hmm. of uh, hawkeye and so it leads you to believe that it's at least somewhere around the same christmas as uh, as hawkeye so kind of cool to watch both of them around the same time and yeah. feel like you're kind of in the same world Um, But they're both grounded enough that they're kind of doing their own things.
1: Yeah, and I think actually the Marvel Cinematic is technically a few years ahead of us, right?
0: Yeah, so Endgame would have taken place in 2023 because Infinity War happened the year it came out, which was 2018. Mm -hmm. And so with Avengers Endgame's five-year jump, that Mm -hmm. made it 2023. And I believe Hawkeye is set within a year or two after that. Ish. so mm-hmm. i think it's like 2024 20, 25 ish right now in the mcu close <clears throat> um well
1: we'll do a little non-spoiler review for those who may still be interested in watching the show um sure but uh um open up there's a there's a girl called kate bishop she's got some archery yes. skills she gets mm-hmm. into a little um skirmish and she uh maybe has a little family troubles and uh basically uh hawkeye comes in and helps her out and maybe they uh become a team and maybe they talk about christmas
0: <laughs> that's yeah that's a pretty good synopsis i feel like yeah um Haley S- steinfeld uh killed it as kate Crushed bishop mm-hmm. um yeah i mean to come into the mcu this late you kind of it's not really like a "we'll wait for you." It's a "jump on in" kind of up. a thing. Mm-hmm. Like we we got the machine rolling. So, do you want to hop on or hop off? You know, and uh, she's obviously gifted and very talented and is doing a lot of stuff right now. But um, she held her own up against like an alum. You yeah. know, uh, by by the oh, by her gee, side, um, and in some ways, <clears throat> I think the the show is geared more towards. You know, um, they are the two main characters, but um they do a good job of Marvel has done a good job for the most part, I think, taking these supporting characters and making you like them a lot. Um making them feel like they're right at home. Right. Even if they're um right next to a character who you've known for almost a, a decade now, you know. That's um so because we've been with Jeremy Renner's uh Clint Barton since uh Thor which would have been in 2011 mm-hmm. 2010 uh so we've had him for a decade now and uh the show does a good job yeah. of actually showing that a little bit right like Hawkeye is mm-hmm. a little more old like he cuz he didn't get blipped um he didn't get snapped so he uh Aids he he's he's been around for not only the the 10 years of the marvel cinematic universe but then also the five for the jump and then whatever more so we're kind of seeing him at almost like a 15 year old uh from avengers yeah uh 15 years older than that and so i think they did a good job of making it still believable but that hey he might have arthritis too
1: (laughs) you know just like yeah i mean and he is really just a dude like he's not he, he doesn't have any he doesn't have any superhero serum he doesn't have Agreed. any extra abilities. He's just, like, a really good shot. And so yes. to show that kind of fragility to his character I thought was really interesting. And um, there's there's parts in the show that are like, oh, like, he, he is, like, hurt. He can get hurt. <laughs> and yeah. he has past, um, basically, injuries that I think are kind of interesting, and they dove into that a little bit. So, yeah, I think mm-hmm. acting-wise, great. I think... Uh, it's it's really self contained um show and I think that doesn't harm it. I think it's just like we had Loki, which was pretty big, expansive, and then Hawkeye's like, "Hey, here's like a, like three block radius of New York, right?" Um, and I don't think that's an issue because, like, I mean, the the comics handle very similar things where it's like, "Here's Thanos," and then all of a sudden, like, "Well, here's Daredevil." You know, it's like there's there's different there's different layers and levels to um, threats, and so I, I I liked kind of taking it back and being like, oh, now let's just focus on a dude with a bow for a little bit, and yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah,
0: I think um, it's hard because I do think there's parts of this show that kind of make it better than the the other four that were released in 2021. Um, but I do think... <clears throat> I'm trying to thread the needle here. I don't want to say because Hawkeye was my least favorite of the four that came out this year that it's somehow bad.
1: Sure.
0: I think the the Disney Plus game was pretty strong. In some cases, almost stronger than some of the movies. um that came out in 2021 and so when you hear me say that it's my least favorite of the four know that that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a a bad show but um i just think creatively the other three did some things that i and i can dive into those later but Mm -hmm. um it is an excellent show and yes i agree like hawkeye's due for some uh some screen time and I'm glad that they, they gave him this because we know enough about him that, like, we kind of get why he's here. But I think he's even kind of dealing with some of that doubt of just, like, we they talk about branding Hawkeye throughout the show. Like, he doesn't have a good brand. Like, there's no symbol that Hawkeye really has. so You can't right. really put him on a shirt, and people can't really know who he is. They just know that he kind of is an archer that's with the Avengers, you know. And so I feel like after this much time, he is due for a little bit more of a story. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, and, and I think they dive into that in his character. I think um, I definitely agree with you in that um, the holdback of this show is that it's not groundbreaking, it's not life changing, it's not any of that. It's just exactly what it is and exactly what yes. it kind of needs to be. It's like it is, they aimed for it to be this thing and it hits that mark. It's just like what they hit isn't extremely interesting but it is Mm -hmm. they they executed it well um for me it's my my third favorite of the four um disney shows i put it above uh winter soldier and uh falcon for Mm -hmm. me um but it's all very close um Mm -hmm. except below i i I would go uh, i guess we can't go in the ratings but like um uh I, i i do agree that all four of them are at least like seven and above you know like they're all like <laughs> solid hits i'm like yeah some were more interesting and more like oh i like this because it kind of affects the world more um but it wasn't like oh man this is you shouldn't watch this like i watched it with my parents who i've kind of been keeping up with keeping up with marvel and they thought they they loved it because like it was just so um you didn't really need to know a lot and sure. you just kind of like watch talk i just coach some girl and shoot some arrows and have a good time (laughs) so yeah if that's your if that's your jam then go for it
0: yeah no and and they used um uh, a christmas backdrop throughout the show as well like this obviously took place during christmas and i think that was what was kind of nice about it is this regular weekly viewing around the time when you're anticipating right christmas and it even ends on the week of christmas if you watched it live so there's just this cool like almost like advent style show where you're kind of like what do i get on the first week what do i get on the second week and Hmm. um i think it did a good job of like building that and like the christmas theme wasn't like overdone but it also wasn't like used for just this one purpose like it wasn't like there's this one plot point where we really need it to be Christmas for, and that's why the whole show has to be Christmas. Right. It just kind of just, I think they just kind of happened to do it because they knew they were going to release it around this time. And so they just did. Yeah. Um, and kind of a cool little uh, anecdote is I definitely was in Atlanta the day they were shooting some of the scenes for the show. So cool. And so if you're watching episode five of Hawkeye, there's a part where they're walking past like a car lot um, and Hawkeye like meets with one of the characters. I was in that parking lot uh, and they had snow all set up and there's a bunch of like crew with like Marvel's like uh, attire on. And we we're trying to figure out, was this a Spider-Man or were they filming Hawkeye? And we asked them and they couldn't tell us. And then these white vans that kept circling the block that we believe had the actors on him because they just probably like, and now we're ready so come out because people are going to know who you are and like mm-hmm. let's just get this over with kind of a thing um so it was kind of cool to be in atlanta and know that i was like this close to like um not being on screen but like to the screen like, some, something uh, of the mcu was being filmed in the place where i was at which just yeah. was really cool
1: that's really cool i like that that's awesome
0: and we just randomly stumbled upon it we were just out exploring and uh And then you could just tell like, Oh, with all the fake snow and stuff, this is uh they're filming Hawkeye. So it all came together when we got to episode five and we were looking through, it's like, we were there, we ate dinner right there. It's like, Oh Jesus crazy. Um, so that's kind of a neat little thing, but yeah, I would also rate it the lowest out of the four. Um, my order is, uh, Loki cap and the winter soldier and, uh, Wanda WandaVision oh. then Hawkeye. So wow. those are that's the order I put mine in. So
1: you have cap really high.
0: <clears throat> I do.
1: Okay, it's well your mine. least favorite, right? It is mine, yeah. Um yep. mine would go Loki WandaVision, um, yep. Hawkeye, and then cap.
0: Boom. Wow, interesting. Hey, I just love me some bucky. Hey,
1: that suit alone gives it like five points. <laughs> all right well let's just uh go straight into spoilers i'm sure everyone's had a chance to kind of check out the show but uh i think let's just move into spoilers and uh overarching i think was good and i would recommend it
0: yes oh yeah i um they're all pretty much critical views like there's not a disney plus show like they came out of the gate strong like this is definitely a part of the MCU things that are happening in these movies um, are happening in these shows and these shows are happening in these movies. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's definitely a part of the MCU. Like they're not doing these weird one-offs and even Hawkeye is building towards many, many things like, it appears we're getting some f- f- sort of maybe like young Avengers buildup with like Kate Bishop becoming the Hawkeye. Um, obviously we're in spoiler chat. So we are talking about, um, there's a, an appearance of Florence Pugh as Yelena mm-hmm. from uh, black widows, uh, film earlier in 2021. Um, and maybe she's going to build a friendship with Kate Bishop to maybe become the new Hawkeye and black widow. Like there's this really neat dynamic that's kind of built up there. So there's some good setup. Um, and I so, yeah, I would set up like
1: them, mm-hmm. their, their little um, conversation where they're eating the Mac and cheese. Oh yeah. Loved it. I love, I loved Florence, Florence Pugh. Like she was great in black widow and she was great in this. And so I was like, um, just showed like, uh, I was was like, yeah, you're awesome. (laughs) And like, I like their dynamic was really good. And so like, yeah, building that off into a young Avengers. Oh yeah. I'm
0: here for that. Yeah. And I think just, this just shows Marvel and how confident they are that they just do things where they like, we're going to have the Mac and cheese conversation. Well, now you're going to know what the Mac and cheese conversation is for the next two or three years, because it was just, they just do weird stuff like that where it's like, we're going to make some weird, quirky thing the thing that you end up loving yeah, the most. Indeed. You know, there's a dog in here that serves really no purpose other than it's just a lovely, cute dog. Yeah. But it's like the main character, one of the main characters of the show. Like they just kind of do that. They've always done that with like some of their films like Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like, how would I ever care about a tree that can talk? Well, I guess I do. And it says <laughs> the same thing over and over again. And I still care about it. Yeah. You know, like Marvel has... Again and again done this, where you're just like they make you care um about things that you don't think you probably would have um, I'm glad that it did not technically end on an end of Hawkeye, like it's not like Clint Barton's technically done, oh no, yeah, he's still around, so I was a little concerned that it was gonna be like a we finally get a time with Hawkeye, and it's gonna be about his retirement, and yeah. it's like, oh please don't like
1: i'm glad yeah i'm glad that i feel like he's still a major enough player that he can he's he can be around and but not like oh he has to be in every avengers movie because we always got to have hawkeye
0: yeah so um but i thought his performance was strong i almost want to like say that Haley was better but there was some stuff though that jeremy renner did like and maybe it's just because we got to spend more time with him but like we they really damaged him up in this and like you start to really feel the consequences to those things that we sometimes are like oh well the heroes will win no matter what and it doesn't usually cost steve rogers that much because Mm -hmm. he's going to heal up pretty quick but there's a part where like clint's putting in an ear um a hearing aid and they're like, oh, what happened? And he's like, hard to say. And then it just shows him like bashing through like walls and glass and all this stuff. And it's just like, oh, yeah. There is con- consequences, mm-hmm. especially to the human characters that don't have special powers, you know?
1: Yeah. I think that Besides, was one of my a favorite marksman. parts was that of the damaged damaged Hawkeye, basically. And like it brought a lot of humanity to him. And it brought a lot of like, oh, there, there are these consequences to like... Yeah, I fought a bunch of robots on a floating island and I fought mm. a giant purple yep. guy with a glove that could kill half the universe. And now it's just like what do you do with that? So like you have there has to be some consequence of that. So I felt like the hearing it was great. And I think the introduction of Echo was super cool with her her dynamic of being it being death and like um her being like, "Oh, you're relying too much on this" this machine and you should learn more sign language and all that so i thought i liked that and i liked um i guess the 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 hurt hurt
0: hawkeye was was good i guess
1: to say yeah
0: (laughs) yeah but no you're right like i mean this that's the beauty of hawkeye is that it could be apocalyptic stuff and he's in the background just just shooting up dudes yeah Or it could be somebody stole my costume and I did a lot of bad things in that costume, so I got to go get that costume back and I'm going to go LARPing. And that makes sense. And it's wild. It's wild that, like, that's a very hard needle to thread. Yes. Like, yeah, they did it.
1: Like, the introduction of the LARPing character, I was always like, okay, this is, like, different and unique and, like, it just somehow, like, It works. I mean, like, I was thinking about it. I was like, well, what else would you really do? Would you be like, and then he goes and meets other people. But like the LARPing was something unique. And it made sense because he was technically LARPing, I guess, right? Like he's LARPing as Hawkeye.
0: Yeah, he just happens to also be shooting people in the face with arrows. Yeah, so I don't know. So it's not role playing; it's just live action. Yeah. yeah, Oh
1: yeah, it's not role. It's just it's just live action. It's Just L. (laughs) A. It's just L. A. (laughs) Baby. Yeah, it's just L. A. Baby. That's just showbiz. You know what I mean? Hey, Um, that's what they say. So yeah, I think I think again, like it was just solid. Like everything they did, solid it just did its motions it it it, it did executed everything well and then we got to see more Hawkeye so
0: yeah um, this like back in one of our previous episodes when we're talking about 2022 having all the reason to fail I feel like Hawkeye when it got announced I was like oh great yay you know like Make me care, you know, like, because you've purposely made me not care about him Mm -hmm. this entire time. And uh, the fact that it did that it did make us care and it nailed it just shows the confidence and like, Mm -hmm. the true talent that Disney has. Because I do think legitimately when that was announced, it wasn't like that was on everybody's like... Yeah,
1: no one circled Hawkeye
0: days. Priority one. Let's do a Hawkeye one. And clearly, if there wasn't going to be a Kate Bishop, I don't know if there would have been a Hawkeye show.
1: No, I don't think, I don't think you can really do... I don't think you just... Yeah. Yeah, without, without a Black Widow, basically. Right. Um, so, yeah. I think... Um, let's get into some more nitty-gritty Marvel detail stuff. Um, yes. Our gal, our Seinfeld gal. Um, At the end of Hawkeye, what's her character's name in this? Um,
0: Kate, Kate Bishop.
1: No, not Kate. Yeah, but the, the girl that gives her um, the folder, the Madam... Um,
0: oh, Madam Hydra. Madam um, Hydra. She is known as... Oh, what is her name?
1: Elaine from Sinefeld is how I know her. Um yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I'll look it up. But uh so she get at the end of Black Widow, she gives Florence Pugh um basically saying that oh hot killed your sister. She kills he kills Gar Johansson And but then in this show it's Kate Bishop's mom that like apparently hires her. Um so I just didn't know how that all interplayed because I thought that we would get Madame Hydra in this and I was like, oh, cool, this makes sense. But I don't know. I thought that was a little not like connected enough to be like, oh, okay, this
0: is why this is happening. Um, yeah. Um, I don't have a good explanation. That that felt like a weird, like we filmed this movie and that was our stinger yeah and then they tried they figured out that they could do something way cooler in the show and who it would all be connected to and they're just like who gives a shit we're just gonna do this anyway and so i think
1: i give a shit
0: (laughs) well i know yeah that i agree um, I think the only explanation is that why wouldn't Madame Hydra also be in with those people? Yeah, it makes like, sense. I'm I mean, sure it's it, like, it all kind of connects, but yeah, I agree. Like
1: what 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 I said in my head was, oh, that
0: continuity could have been better. To yeah, in my just keep in, that. in
1: my head, it was uh, the the mom hires a hitman. And then Madame Hydra goes out and hires Florence Pugh because it makes sense, because, like, whatever. Right. So I'm like, that, oh, sure, great. Um, but I don't know. I think that could be, could be good. Um, did you ever think the stepdad was bad? No. Yeah, me neither. It was pretty obvious that he was just kind of a fall guy. <laughs> he was just yeah, they did do a very good job. Yeah.
0: Uh, her name is Valentina Fontaine.
1: Valentina. But it Fontaine. also has a
0: Valentina Allegra de Fontaine.
1: Ooh. Lega de Fontaine.
0: Yes, but they're setting her up to possibly be Madame Hydra. Um, Madame Hydra. Yep. So they, they showed her at the end of Black Widow and yes. then she was also in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Right. Um, those order appearances were supposed to be the other way around though. So you were supposed to see her in Black Widow first mm-hmm. and then she would show up, and, but they kind of just figured it out. Yeah.
1: Um yeah it doesn't matter um yeah i didn't think the stepdad was bad i think that was kind of a twist that they're like whoa oh yeah the mom is who's bad i'm like no that was pretty straightforward for me <laughs>
0: um oh it was yeah and her name it was vera right vera
1: vera farmiga
0: is the actress's name. yeah it's like yep she's doing something important besides just being like
1: oh hey Hey Kate, how are you? you? I'm yeah. mom. <laughs> I'm in the conjuring. I know what's
0: going on. <laughs> yeah. No, she. Yeah that that part didn't throw me off at all. Um, I do think I, if you would have told me, hey, after watching the first two episodes, you think uh, Kingpin's gonna be in this, I would have been like, why would I think that? <laughs> yeah.
1: Who who thought that?
0: <laughs> and then halfway through the show, they're like, well, it's gonna make sense. And I was like, I mean, it kind of ties I think, in. I, I think. It I mean, makes it works for the most. Sense. It works more than it doesn't. Um, but they are bringing Netflix yeah. characters, the I ones sure that they, they like, are. in so far. Yeah. So, so but we have Vincent D'Onofrio.
1: Right. We don't 100% know that this is the kingpin,
0: right? I don't know, dude. I think you recast them. You don't go, you don't bring that specific one in and then go, but he's a, from a different universe. Yeah. Or this is our version of him. But I do think you can tweak him a little bit. Sure. And I believe the last we saw him in the Netflix show is that he finally got locked up. And so we don't know what year that was. No. We know that it was probably within the last 10 years. Yeah. But who's to say he's not somewhat different, there acts a little know. weird. Like, those things aren't. And we know the guy's big. So I think they went a little more comic booky with Kingpin. I think they, they definitely with like yeah. the. You almost have super strength because you're so fat, mm-hmm. which is wild. Um, which I always liked about him. It's like, what's his power? He's huge. I was like, whoa, let's it. go. <laughs> it's like he's as strong as Captain America. Why? Because he's fat.
1: Because <laughs> he's just, just huge. <laughs>
0: um. So I thought that was really like a nice touch. Um. And it was nice to see like they're bringing Charlie Cox back too, because I think they truly know that Daredevil. Was was a strong show. Like that was a very good show. Like maybe like top tier. Now that we know it's MCU as well, like top tier MCU show, no doubt, no doubt. Like, probably better than any of the Disney Plus shows.
1: I would put it up. Yeah, I would. The first season, hundred percent. The first season was really good. Um. So I'm. yeah, Yeah, they're finally bringing back all the Netflix shows. Which you know what? Sure
0: do it please some so far we don't know i don't think well, iron fist is showing back up
1: <laughs> no i would say I think they're gonna be picky i think they're gonna be cameos with jessica jones and luke Cage would be very minimal but daredevil and would be the yeah the most likely and um uh yeah return to kingpin i'm i'm all for it i was slightly um though now looking back i shouldn't have thought this but i'm like oh i was kind of mad they killed kingpin but they didn't show him die and as you pointed out um they got some other plans for him right
0: well so from my understanding there is a comic book line where the kingpin does go blind somehow Mm -hmm. i don't i'm not familiar with how but I know that it leads to like an interesting Daredevil arc where what if his arch nemesis was also blind? And so they both kind of have this like connection, um, connection, which is interesting because they are kind of yin and yang. Um, they probably in some ways bring out the worst in each other. Um, but what if they also had the same weaknesses as mm-hmm. well? Um, which Daredevil obviously like when his blind went away blind or when he Lost went blind, he also gained the sense to almost see just differently. Yeah. But he's a Whereas, lawyer. So, but he's also a really good lawyer. Yeah. Whereas Kingpin's like he's blind, but he is still fat. So <laughs> he can still do stuff. <laughs> um, So I think specifically that them showing us that it was like a headshot kind of pointed at his face specifically was meant to lead us to believe that he's not bulletproof but maybe his fat head can also block <laughs> some of the bullet. Well
1: yeah and we didn't see the body you know all that stuff so Yeah
0: the camera pan pretty quickly to be like and we're going to do this off screen. Yeah.
1: So she could have shot to the side and any number of things could have happened. So
0: we, yeah and I, the- don't,
1: I don't think they're oh. bringing in Kingpin back just to be like, hey, one episode and he's dead.
0: Agreed. I do think what's wild to think about though is that No Way Home was so crazy with its cameo usage that both Kingpin and uh, Matt Murdock showing up recently in Marvel stuff has been not as exciting. Yeah. When (laughs) it would have been headliner for a month yeah any other year
1: now it's like probably oh, yeah, any yeah. other month yeah
0: but it's like december was just like whew, like yeah. matt murdoch's cameo in no way home was kind of just like meh that's yeah. the least exciting part of the movie is that they're bringing back one of the best characters from netflix <laughs> and we're just like no 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 wait wait what happens <laughs> not, later not important, not important. <laughs> wait 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 <laughs> willem defoe's here like did you yeah. see <laughs> it's like <laughs> you see this guy? You see this guy? and then kingpin shows up at the end and i was just like that's awesome but like did you see like you see Noah toby's, home toby's back <laughs> toby's back baby <laughs> so it's just it's wild yeah it's wild that those cameos basically are just like hey that's cool you're gonna be remembered for like two days because yeah. toby and andrew showed up in no way yeah. home <laughs>
1: there's bigger things going
0: on so i feel bad for them because that is like that's that's huge news because when netflix deal ran out with them so when they said we're not making a fourth daredevil that was when the clock started to tick to be like okay marvel you can get them back in three years sure that's the deal is that like we're giving you temporary rights but you have to keep making stuff or you have to get rid of them but they had to wait three years so it's like they're not going to bring daredevil back like that's way too long and sure enough they waited their three years they did their time and they're like trust me we we figured it out and it's like a part of me yeah. wonders how many of these eggs just perfectly fall into the basket. like yeah. these movies were going to get made these shows were going to get made regardless but they're like oh shit you know what that three years is up perfect let's do this <laughs> like you know somehow
1: kingpin returned somehow kingpin returned
0: um so
1: yeah. i think it's a little bit of luck and a little bit of you know, I think they're like, well, this here's a street-level villain that we have, and let's throw him into a street-level For sure.
0: And I will say, the tracksuit mafia, while funny and humorous, I don't know if that – I think that's the biggest separation from Netflix Kingpin. Yeah. I don't know if he really would have been involved with the tracksuit mafia, if I'm being no, honest. They made him a little more – not flamboyant, but like – uh What's the word?
1: It's it's comical,
0: almost. He he became a little just just they just kind of tweaked it just a little bit Mm -hmm. higher. Like he's wearing like a Hawaiian shirt underneath his white suit. He's wearing the top hat. He's hanging out with the Traxxie mob. He's doing things on his own. He's doing like one on one meetings instead of like behind a hundred guards. He doesn't
1: act quite like that's just tones of the show though too. Agreed. Like Daredevil was very very bleak dark kind of yes and Hawkeye was a little more vibrant and so
0: so I think I might go back and watch Daredevil just to be like it probably fits fine but I think if you're gonna really nitpick I think the only thing that feels different is that like Kingpin just felt a little bit more comical yeah. than yeah. than he's ever been in the shows
1: I didn't care too much for the tracksuit mafia besides Echo and and her uh right man I think there yeah. was this interesting dynamic for me that was like the Tracksuit Mafia, they're trying to be funny. And they're like, oh, yeah, bro. And like, they're trying to like bring humanity to them. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And then we right. slaughter them in the last uh, episode. And I'm like, right. I, I, don't, I don't know what they were trying to do there. It felt like, hey, you know, all these people that like are alive and probably like don't like, you know, just start trying to get some money. And you know, and they're like, Hey, this one has a girlfriend. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna like stab all of them and and kill them and then shrink them into a tiny little van and then have them get taken <laughs> away by a hawk and just be like, Hey, that's a comedic moment, anyway, we just ruined like ten people's lives.
0: Um <laughs> Well, the only thing I will say to that is that when Hawkeye was ruining, he probably ruined more than ten people's lives. <laughs>
1: fair fair but I think he
0: ended like thousands
1: so (laughs) i just think i just don't think you'd be like anyway haha funny uh my girlfriend wanted to see imagine dragons anyways stab you in the face
0: (laughs) stab you in the face yeah oh 100 percent um i think the tracksuit mafia is a comic book thing that there's like Mm -hmm. hey another comic book thing and if echo didn't have to get introduced for her show uh then it wouldn't have had to exist i mean it does kind of tie into kingpin and all that stuff but it's another one of those things where they puzzle piece their way into how can this spawn new things. Yeah, and, right. and that's, that's how they did it. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but I will say the Echo? trick arrows or... were dope. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. sorry. Uh, let's go. Let's go with Echo. That's fine. Let's go with Echo. Um, I unfortunately think her future with the show is just their way of rebooting Daredevil. That's fair. They like, made her too connected to Kingpin that it's like, ah, oh, so yours is – you're going to be the vehicle in which Matt Murdock comes back.
1: Yeah, So and then like, I yeah, hope you you're... have a
0: good show, but you're doing the whole Echo thing like she can't hear, he can't see, sure. he can't see. Like they're going to do all that. It's going to be awesome. But again, it's going to be the Flash – like with Michael Keaton, it's like, hey, Flash pretty cool, but Michael Keaton coming back as Batman's dope, yeah, so true. dope. It's like, I just feel like they set her up to be like, and guess what? We're doing Echo, the first like deaf superhero. Isn't this awesome? And it's like, you're setting her up so that you can just do Daredevil, right? And they're like, shut up. <laughs> How you they even talk to like. each other. I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> I did, I just think like she's connected to Kingpin, which is the end game. Right. And so they try to be like, well, they, she killed him off. It's like, no, she didn't. You're not going to bring Vincent D'Onofrio back for One episode. 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah. So, unfortunately, like, yes, God bless her. I hope it's great. Hope she has a great show. I'm excited to learn more about Echo. Unfortunately, I feel like you're a plot device to get Charlie Cox back in the MCU.
1: <laughs> mm, I, I could be wrong. I
0: think She Hulk is more of that device, that, that is a lawyer show. But maybe that's where Matt Murdock's going to live, though. He might just be the, like, cameo guy that just bounces that back. back in the, yeah,
1: yeah. do you think we'll get Moon a Knight whole stuff, Daredevil show? Moon Knight's...
0: I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Like, they kind of made it seem like he's back into lawyering, so maybe he's just kind of trying to do the lawyer gig, and then something drags him back. Like Because he's always seen the Daredevil part of himself as kind of like the demon that he's, like, fighting right. against. Yeah. So maybe they go lawyer route first, but then like the Moon Knight show that's like street-level stuff, Echo, street-level, Kingpin's back. I got to unleash the demons again, you know, kind of a thing. I I don't know. Amen. I just don't think we knew enough about her to be like, you know what that girl needs? A whole show.
1: Yeah, I was kind of shocked when I heard that she was having a show. I was like, oh, I mean, like she's an interesting character. I like her a lot, but...
0: Yeah, it's very um not as mainstream as most of their moves have been yeah yeah so, it, is,
1: it is the most out there
0: of their moves like that and I like miss marvel even miss marvel feels more popular than echo yeah yeah definitely definitely as of recent yeah obviously yeah
1: um but maybe this is the the new hawkeye where we're like <laughs> they're gonna make a show about this
0: all right
1: yeah hmm
0: um, but no, all all strong performances. The ladies killed it in the the show. Like mm-hmm. they're all super good, and uh, I enjoyed having those moments where like it, there would be like just silence, and you yeah. just saw sign language, so you got a chance to connect with them on an even different level. And yeah. I feel like that's something Daredevil did a good job of as well. Like it would try to touch on like I can't actually see right now. You know, I'm gonna have to use. So there's just when you can heighten. If you can display that correctly in the show, um, I think it really hits. So, um, trick arrows, no qualms. Trick arrows were dope AF, as the kids would say. Yeah, lit. Um, they were lit, fam. (laughs) Uh, they were like and subscribe. They were, they were. Watch key? me play Minecraft. Very really great. Yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah. They were yeah, they were Fortnite <laughs> dance uh out of ten. They were Fortnite Ninja Minecraft. They were yeah. so good. Um uh no, it was great to finally see him. Like, he's done a few trick E things, but he's never done like this is my PIM arrow. <laughs> like, yeah. this is my like, hey, shoot this thing, and I'm gonna turn an arrow into a building, you know, yeah. just like <laughs> They did like the crazy stuff, and it was like, "This is sick!" Without being like, ridiculous. like this felt this felt as grounded as like a Batman movie. Yes, my but still went comic Uh booky enough to be like, "Oh, he can do some weird stuff."
1: Yeah, I enjoy the Trick Arrows a lot. I I think they did. I that was kind of like a draw for me, honestly. Of the show was like, "Okay, what what we what are we going to see for Trick Arrows?" my favorite was the little one that he shot and it had a note inside of it (laughs) and it had like the little like hinge for the door i'm like yeah that's great
0: Mm -hmm. and you like kind of get to see him like engineer them and how Mm kind of finicky they can be like they're not like the best quality because it is just a dude with a couple wires and arrows you know and whatnot so that was cool um I did like that Hawkeye I finally got a costume and they did kind of pay homage to like the purple. Oh, with the, yeah, the purple um, with
1: the mask and everything.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't, yeah, it. I mean, he didn't, he didn't fully like get the, the full on mm-hmm. like feathered mask like mm-hmm. he does in the comics, where it's like pretty, pretty wild to see somebody walking around like that. But I, I felt like that it was, it was good. I'm a big purple fan, so, like, I also just enjoy the color purple, but, like, I felt like it did a good job of, like, hey, it's just good armor, dude. Like, just mm-hmm. put it on, like, because um, I feel like he always has, like, his arms exposed and just, yeah. like, it's, like, dude, you're the most vulnerable. Like, <laughs> wear some stuff. Even Captain America is wearing, like, armor and has a whole shield. <laughs> like, and you're just out here with no. an arrow, a bow and arrow, you know, it's, like, um, so that was cool. And I, I mean... Again, this one was probably more by the books than all the rest of them, which is probably why it feels the weakest, because it just didn't really change the game at all. Um, But I don't know if it changing the game would have really made sense to do that. Like I just feel like this was unfortunately a show about Hawkeye, and in this regard, like with what they've done so far, I think it was limited to how good it could be.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. I think, like, as mentioned earlier, it's like they had a kind of a box and they had a goal, and they, they hit it. They did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, this was
0: the But best. I don't know if they could have expected time. more. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think Kingpin heightens it enough. I think the performances were great. But I think they kind of, like, they got an A-plus for Hawkeye yeah I just don't think it makes the show a plus
1: no i that's exactly right yeah you know what i mean yep
0: you you feel me on that I feel you
1: dog you know what you know what gets an a plus in my book um the the I could do this all day musical mm in my a plus i'm i mean that was the cringiest thing I've ever
0: seen in my life mm. amen to that I'll give you an a an amen um <laughs> got him uh the one the one redeemable thing i will say about the musical is that the lead singer that's not captain america but the guy that kind of like leads it up to captain america oh, yeah. the regular civilian is the lead singer of the band in which jack black went from to be in school of rock
1: oh, um, nice. wow when he
0: switched to the school um theo was the guy that kicked him out of the band the lead singer of of no vacancy is also the lead singer of that musical piece
1: are you (laughs) kidding that's
0: crazy some pretty wild trivia there for you i don't remember the guy's name but uh i had kate look it up while we were watching which is like i've heard this voice before because his the way he was singing i was like this feels like no vacancy it feels like that he i'm hot like dude i have a weird I have a weird like mind. Like I'm that guy who like sees a face and was like, Oh, Hey, that movie from 10 years ago that I haven't seen in 10 years. That's what they're from. And people are like, who gives a shit? I'm like, I know who gives a shit, but that's how my mind works. <laughs>
1: Nick, Nick does. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Here, well, I'll, uh,
0: I'll look him up awesome. and I'll send it to you.
1: Yeah. Well, um... but
0: he killed it. He did yeah, his he did part. Kill. It's I just, think, like, it's too bad that it's not good. <laughs> no,
1: I think it was meant to be not good.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's its what Disney would have done, like, 15 years ago. Yes. Hopefully, they won't do it today, but. But, like,
1: that in a world like that. He's like also he... in
0: Tick, Tick, Boom, too.
1: Oh, really? Oh, well, Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh, um, tick, Tick, Boom. <laughs> tick, Tick, Boom goes to dynamite. But, um. Yeah, if the, if we had superheroes in our world, there would be musical about it
0: in a heartbeat. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. And that would be yep. it. Yeah. And that would be his tagline. And then Hawkeye is just like, and I'm here, and I shoot arrows. Oh, the, well, be- the
1: best part was like, and Hawkeye seems cool and like a really nice guy, and that's like the best I could think about him was like, yeah, he seems pretty cool, I guess.
0: Nice. <laughs> Agreed. I sent that uh, IMDb to you. So you'll that's have to sick. look at that later. Oh, that's cool. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of, um, would recommend, obviously. It's good. It's good Christmas stuff, too. Like it does kind of fall in, it does enough Christmas to be considered in there as like a Christmas thing. Yeah, they definitely um, like,
1: they took an episode to kind of like episode four or something where they just kind of like stopped and like hung out for yeah. a while. Um, mm-hmm. which it we it kind of slowed it down, but it was fine. Um, yeah, there is enough Christmas to be like, yeah, it is Christmassy, and then the whole deal of like, oh, he has to get back by Christmas so that he can Christmas.
0: Yeah, um, they did a good job. I think it's by the books, like I said, um, and that might have con- constrained it a little bit, mm-hmm. but I also don't know if that's what really hurt it that much because I don't know if Hawkeye really... I don't I know mean, if you do like Hawkeye, it. supernatural Hawkeye. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I think we like, needed like, just a chance to run some beats with him. So,
1: I, I yeah, exactly.
0: So, um, I think yeah, that's all we got.
1: That's all I got. I mean, like, it was good future for Hawkeye. Um, I'd see a season two. Like,
0: yeah, I'm thinking it's gonna be more Kate from here, here on out. Um, but they did do enough to hint that. There may be more than meets the eye to the Barton crew. Um, bum, 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 bum. It apparently is that uh, his wife was also an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Um, Laura, right? Laura Barton? Laura, Laura Barton. Um, was uh, at one yeah. point Mockingbird, um, agent 19 of S.H.I.E.L.D. So that's a specific agent number. Um, so this is interesting because a show that acknowledges that some things outside the MCU ish or MCU adjacent daredevil does exist. Mm-hmm. Um, but if Laura Barton being mockingbird is true, then either you can have multiple mockingbirds or agents of shield never happened because the agents of shield TV show definitely dove onto the mockingbird thing. Cause that was one of the things that they could do. Cause that was a character that wasn't really being utilized in the MCU. Um, my understanding of mockingbird is that she's kind of similar to like a black widow but through the shield academy Mm -hmm. essentially kind of like same power set type things Mm -hmm. like just so kind of funny but tony stark in age of ultron was like when he gets to their house he's like that's not your wife that's an agent you know and says like and those are little agents um when the kids show up, and it's like, well, he got part of that right because yeah. one of them actually is a shield agent. So that could be cool to see them maybe do like a, Team up. what if like mom and dad did a season two where they have to protect the kids because somebody's coming after their family or something.
1: Now it's it's Halloween and they got yeah for the candy.
0: So that'd be fun to kind of do like a mom and dad have to protect the kids, even though the kids don't really know how. How that. it's getting happened, you know. So how the happening is happening. Uh,
1: exactly. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. And yeah, it is funny to be like this show to in the to confirm that one uh universe exists, TV show exists, uh, but to discontinue another one basically. So
0: Yes, that is interesting. Um and I feel like we've always known that because Agents of Shield could never truly connect. It would have a few episodes of, like, the movie happened, so we get to show up at the aftermath of the movie. But then it got so far out of left field by the end of it that I feel like Kevin Feige just, like, too messy, not going to deal with it. Yeah, It's over. It never existed. Even though it was centered around Agent Colson, who clearly did exist in the MCU early on. So, it is going to be interesting to see how Marvel does a good job of, like, connecting and not connecting, because... I think the average viewer doesn't watch all the things and so they're going to show up and they're just going to be like, hey, cool, these guys are here. And maybe they just don't even have to touch on it. But then there's people like you and me who have watched all the content and are like, so what's canon and what's not canon? Because right, you exactly. can't just keep like uh, – that was a good show, so that's canon. That was a shitty show, so that's not canon. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> right. If you bring back Daredevil, you bring back all the other ones.
0: Right. Right. It's and I mean, I think there's a, there's a case to be made that why not bring back Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. I think there's definitely also a case to be made of why you pretend that Danny Rand never existed yeah. and that Iron Fist isn't.
1: <laughs> yeah. like... the honest, if Iron Fist was better, they would have brought it back, all of them. Like, there's yeah. no problem bringing all on the back, but since, like, Iron Fist is like, eh?
0: I th- and there's just one that's clearly superior than the rest of them, and that yeah. is Daredevil. So yeah. it's the safest pick for sure. Yeah, so we'll see.
1: We'll see. We will see. Well, um, that has been our review of Hawkeye, the Hawkeye show, the season one of how many Hawkeye's are there. There's actually two,
0: there's two of them in the purple. Um,
1: so that was that was the answer to that question, really quick. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Let's watch,
0: let's know what you thought of how many Hawkeye's are there. Two Hawkeye's, please do. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard plenty, plenty about Mm. Hawkeye, Um, because who hasn't? I mean, Mm. the show's crazy. But you've now heard from us, not us, United. All right, everybody, stay safe. We love you.
1: United like two Hawkeyes being on the same team. That's right. Go Hawks. Go go Hawks? (laughs) (laughs) You've just listened to Not Us United. You can find us under Notish United on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Please leave us a review and consider subscribing to our podcast. You can reach out for future podcast topic suggestions at notishunitedpod at gmail.com.